Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, The Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this next episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I'm excited to be here, and we're going to be talking about something really fun and important, something that I didn't think about when I first started coaching, and I think a lot of people forget about this part because when we think about starting our coaching business and making money, getting clients, all that kind of stuff, we mostly think about it in terms of, and I'm going to say this because I did, I mostly thought about it in terms of, okay, what am I going to get? I'm going to get paid. So I was thinking about, okay, I need to get paid. How how do I do that? I've got to set up payment gateways or PayPal or whatever it is. And then I thought, okay, what are they going to get for working with me? They're going to get Zoom calls. They're going to get homework. We're going to do X, Y, Z. But I'd never thought about the entire customer client experience from right from the beginning to the whole journey, the entire the entire journey. So obviously, you know, we're talking about in this episode, how to provide a really great client experience. And I'm going to give you some things to think about that you can implement, that you can switch up if you're not doing these things, or they can give you ideas of other ways that you can create a really great client experience and things that are just important about it in general. So let's dive in. The first thing that I want to talk about is why is it important to provide a really great client experience? Well, first of all, obviously, I think it's because they're paying you. That should be the most obvious one. And a really great client experience goes beyond. And it's not it's not just about what happens when my client pays me when they become my client. Obviously they're working with you, they're you're you're their coach and you're going to help them create amazing shifts in their life. It's it's more than that. It's more than that. And it's important to to think about this because your client is is paying you. So you have to think about the entire journey from what's it like for them when they find me to when we finish working together? What's it like when they pay you? What's it like for them? What's it like when they are your client? And the second thing is it's so much easier to retain clients or get referrals than it is to spend the time and money to find new ones. A really amazing experience 
client experience is essential to the success of your business because a satisfied client, a happy client is one that's going to become loyal. They're the one who is going to want to continue working with you at different levels. They are the ones who are going to, when you have a new offer, when you have a new service, they're the ones who are going to say, I know how amazing it is to work with this person. I want to do it again. And they're the ones who are going to help you increase your revenue. The best marketing money can buy is a client who's going to promote your business for you. Someone who's going to be loyal to your business and someone who's going to promote your business through word of mouth marketing and and tells other people about you. They're going to bring clients to you so that you don't have to do it. And and this happens in the creator coach method. This is why we have an affiliate program so that the people who, when they talk about the created coach method and how much it's changed their life and the things that they're learning, they tell other people and that brings people into the created coach method. I don't have to do anything for that. I don't have to, like, that doesn't cost me any money in ad spend. That doesn't cost me any time on Instagram. Other people are so happy to talk about it that it brings students to the program. Now, let's talk about what client experience is because it is, it goes way beyond what happens when someone becomes your client. Your client experience is the impression that your clients have of your brand as a whole throughout all points in the buyer's journey. So this is from the moment that they find out about you, the moment that they even come across your website or your podcast or your Instagram, whatever it is, or someone tells them about you, it's their experience from that point all the way until they reach out to you, until they get on a discovery call, until they sign up, until you're working with them in your sessions, until you finish working with them in your coaching or in your course or whatever it is. It's that entire journey. And this is going to create their view of your business, of your brand. The most important part of creating a really, really awesome client experience or customer experience, whatever you want to call it, is understanding the entire journey that your client is going to take. Like I said, from the moment that they stumble across your blog post or the moment that they hear someone else tell them about you, you need to think about your customer journey map. And if you don't have one, you need to create one. This is really going to help you understand every single touch point that you have with your clients. And then from there, you can focus on how to make each of those touch points a really positive experience for your potential clients. So think about, okay, if someone finds me from my podcast, what can I do there in my podcast situation to give my potential clients a really, really awesome experience? How can I show off my brand? How can I help them have a really awesome view of my brand? 
Is this in your values? Maybe you need to get clear on your values. Is this, it could be anything, but maybe you have really great links or maybe you have a really great intro and you can, you talk about in your intro how you help people and you make it really easy for people to find your website, book a call with you. You make it really simple for them. Maybe if someone's coming to your Instagram account, how do you make it really easy for people to have an amazing experience there? Make sure your links in your bio are all good. Make sure you're having content that really shows your personality, things like that. And then when they become a client, okay, or even before then on your discovery calls, what can you do on your discovery calls? How can you make that whole process really awesome? What about when someone signs up with you? That's a really key one, I think, is when someone decides that they're going to work with you and then they do, they they have that moment of, of paying. How can you make that moment of paying really, really awesome for your client? A really I want to say liberating, but a calm, a fun and exciting experience for them. And then what happens after that? What can you do after that? Maybe you could send them a gift. You don't have to, but maybe you could send them a gift. Maybe you can, I don't know, hop on a a call, send them a text message, something. I send students a gift pack. Um, right now with the, the male situation in the world, it's a little different, but normally students get a whole, a whole gift bag with their book and a tote bag and stickers and a handwritten note from me, things like that. So that it comes in the mail and they're super excited when they get it. And then what happens along the journey as well? So what touch points do you have along the journey and how can you make, when they're actually working with you, how can you make sure that experience of working with you is really, really awesome? What do you need to do there? When I worked, I used to work for Apple at the Apple store. I worked for, I worked for one in like the Sydney store, the very first one that was ever in Australia. I worked in the Bondi beach store. It wasn't at the beach, but it was like Bondi. And I worked at the Eaton Center in Toronto. So I worked for Apple for a long time. And one of their kind of slogans, I guess, their kind of mantras that we went by internally, obviously, was under promise and over deliver. So I think that's a key thing to remember here is that when you are, you don't have to tell all of these people how amazing this experience is going to be because they probably don't care that that you're going to, I don't know, do do the little things for them. That that's not they don't that's not going to sell them on working with you. That's not going to be the thing that tips them over the edge and is like, oh, wow, I'm going to get like a a cute little letter in the mail. Oh my gosh, I'm definitely going to work with her. But under promise and over deliver. And this doesn't mean like go overboard and burn yourself out, but you can keep these little things to yourself and you don't have to tell your clients about them, but find the little ways that you can surprise and delight Surprise and delight. Uh, Yeah, that was the point of that. Okay, so we still have like the whole episode to get into here. I haven't really even talked about the whole things. But let's talk about how you can provide a really amazing client experience from the very beginning. I know it seems like I've already talked about that, but I haven't. I haven't even started on my points yet. I I kind of gave you an idea of the important things that you need to think about, but 
let's go into some more. This episode is turning into like one big tangent, but whatever. The first thing that you need to do is be honest. Now, the fake it till you make it. I I don't like this this idea. I don't like this. And I was told to do this by previous coaches, which is why I never worked with that coach again. Uh, but it, the idea of fake it till you make it, I've seen people do this in coaching where they literally lie about their income in order to get clients. If you, if you can't do something for a client, if you don't have the skills or the capacity or the desire to help someone with a specific thing, then don't lie about it. Don't pretend that you can do something that you can't do, that you can't do, or that you don't want to do, that you don't have the capacity to do, that you're not trained to do, that you don't have the skills to do, or that just generally isn't the truth. Because people are going to find out if you don't want to do the thing that you're doing, or if you actually don't have the skills, if you don't know what you're doing. And unfortunately, I think this is something that a lot of coaches are are told is you can just become a coach. Just become a coach and just tell people you're a coach and start getting clients and then you can just figure it out. But that is a very disingenuous way of doing things, especially because you are working with people in such a potentially vulnerable place when they're opening up with you and they're sharing things with you and there are sensitive situations sometimes it's important that you are honest about to yourself and to your potential clients about what you you are able to help with and what you're not able to help with another the second one that I have here on how to provide an amazing client experience is to set clear expectations and this goes both ways You need to let your clients know what it's like to work with you. Be really, really clear on what you expect of your clients and what they can expect of you right from the very beginning. So something that I do is I let my clients know. I expect you to be on time to our calls. I expect you to be at cause, which means take responsibility for all of your results that you get. Uh, And I don't mean take blame. I mean, take responsibility. I tell them that um, uh, they're expected to do the homework and that they're expected to show up for themselves and that they are the only ones who can get the results. I can't get the results for them. I set really clear expectations around that. I do it for my my coaching clients and for all of my students in the Creative Coach Method as well. And then I also let them know what they can expect from me. They can expect that I will be on time to calls. They can expect that I will see them as a possibility. I will see them as who they can be, as an open possibility of potential. I will see them as pure potential, not who they currently believe that they are or any biases I may have. I will see them only as pure potential. I do things like that. So some other expectations that you can set are details around payment and contract and how your clients can communicate with you. So maybe business hours, response times, 
uh, what you expect from them in order to achieve the goals that they want to achieve and what they can expect from you as their coach. The third one is to set them up for success. So give them all of the information that they need to work with you and to get results. Some people like to do this in the form of a client welcome pack. So you can do this and this is going to depend on who you work with, what level they're at in terms of knowledge around what you coach on and and stuff like that. So maybe you need to do a little bit of teaching about what coaching is and what coaching isn't. I I suggest everyone have that conversation regardless. I suggest all coaches have that conversation, even if their client says they know what coaching is, because maybe the way that you coach is different to the way that they've been coached before. So you need to help. This is again, a kind of setting expectations thing around. This is how I coach and Yeah, so make sure they know what coaching is and what it isn't from your perspective. Some people need to do some teaching around other stuff. So maybe you are you need to teach, do a little bit of teaching on what a meal plan is and how to be successful in um, sticking to a meal plan and how to meal prep. And maybe you need to do these things in advance so that they don't take time out of the, the actual coaching sessions. I was having a conversation, a one-to-one conversation recently with a client and she was saying that she, her, her coaching sessions go for a really long time, sometimes up to two hours. And she said, oh, I'm f- she's fine with them going up to 90 minutes. That's what she tells her clients. They can go for 60 to 90 minutes, but sometimes they go over to two hours. And she does some teaching on her calls and even 90 minutes is a long time. It's a long time for anyone to stay engaged in what's going on. And especially if someone is being vulnerable, if you're going deep with someone, they, they may need time to process. So even 90 minutes is a long time. It's totally fine. But I said to her, like, how can you take, how can you shorten the session that in a way that's going to benefit both you and the client? And the, the way that we talked about was potentially creating some type of videos where she teaches and does the teaching portion and creates a video on that so that her clients have to watch the video during the week as part of their accountability, as part of their being at cause. So they're not just on the clock when they're on their coaching calls. They actually are expected to do work between sessions and it take it saves time in the actual coaching session so that the coaching session isn't taken up just by teaching. I hope that makes sense. But what kinds of things do you need to do to set your client up for success? Give them the information that they need to work with you and get results. The next one I have is know how to coach them properly. Obviously, I'm going to talk about this kind of stuff all the time. This is key to providing a really great client experience is know, know for yourself what coaching is and what coaching isn't. And I think this also goes back to the first point that I was talking about is don't lie about what you can help with. Don't try to fake it till you make it. Know how to coach people probably Know what your limits are. Know what your capabilities are. Know what your your boundaries as a coach are and 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 learn how to coach people. 
it's so important for you to know how to coach people so that you can do everything I've just talked about so that you can set them up for success so that you do know how to set expectations so that you do know your, your boundaries and what's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know. I'm seeing like a a fence. Uh, (laughs) I'm seeing a fence. So you, so you know, your boundaries as a coach and what you can do and what you can't do. And Knowing how to coach people properly is is knowing how to listen properly and what the different learning styles are. It is knowing how to let your client be the expert and how to set the agreement at the beginning of each session, what the outcome is that your client wants to achieve, what's going to help them the most to, to work on during the session. And having the, the tools and the skills in your back pocket to to use when you need and how to let your client lead and and what to do in situations where you don't know what to say and why that's totally okay and why you don't need to know what to say because it's your client who should be doing the saying things like that knowing how to coach people properly is really really important and I think we're kind of getting to this stage now with coaching is it's kind of been on the at the forefront and I guess my words are just leaving me today but it's kind of been the thing for a while now people know what it is people want to work with coaches and people are starting to see through the 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 fakeness I guess and they're starting to ask questions clients and people who like want to work with coaches are starting to know what coaching is and they're knowing the questions to ask and they're seeing through things that may not be totally true and they're starting to ask questions and and having a coach who is trained and knows how to coach people is important to a lot of people now it never used to be it really never used to be when I first started coaching no one ever asked if I was trained and even after I was trained still no one ever asked but now people are asking so much more um and obviously people know I'm trained now because I have a certification but my students get asked if they've been certified where they got certified people it's important to people now so that's part of providing a really awesome client experience as well is really knowing how to support your clients through what it is that they're coming to you for and having the the skills to to back that up and I know a lot of people are really really they're good coaches and they've never been trained before and that's fine but they could be there's so much that you can learn from a coach training one that actually has the the coaching skills and isn't just kind of what's the word like man why am I I, I'm recording a podcast episode when my words are gone for the day but it's not just fluff you know it's not just like oh pretty techniques and pretty skills and like you can learn this modality and this modality and this modality and this modality because that's all well and good but if you are not if you don't know how to run a coaching session, if you don't know the three levels of listening and like where your mind is at in a coaching session and how to make sure you're embodying a coaching mindset, then it, it's you're not going to be really providing that that amazing client experience because there's going to be something lacking. And, and in that case, 
you're going to be mostly focused on yourself and your skills and your tools unless you're taught how to focus on your client. The last point that I have here, I kind of already went over and this one is under promise and over deliver. But I want to go over it again anyway. Now, when I say this, I don't mean burn yourself out or deliver way beyond your capacity. You can just have these little points in the process that surprise and delight. You don't have to do, you don't have to on your sales page have, okay, I'm going to set you up for success and I'm going to make sure you know what coaching is and what it isn't. And I'm going to tell you how to schedule your calls and I'm going to set our clear expectations for both of us. And you don't have to do these kinds of things. You don't have to say, all of the things that you're going to do in your coaching, but you can find the little, the little parts of the journey of your entire client journey. You can find little points along the way to surprise and delight. So maybe this, this just comes down to if someone sends you a message on Instagram, maybe an, or a part of the awesome client experience is to send them a video back. Send them a video, a personalized video of you back and you can let them know that they don't have to send a video back if they don't want, but that you just wanted to, you're so excited to talk with them and to share with them that you just hopped on video. That could be part of it. It could be when someone signs up for your offer, they get a personalized video from you saying, I'm so excited to work with you. I've sent you the details. It could just be small things like that. It's little things along the way that are outside of the box that you don't see other people are doing and that are creating that connection between you and the person. And think about what you would want to experience. How do you want to feel when you, when you join a course, when you pay for coaching? You want to feel, well, okay, I want to feel like that person gives a shit about me. I want to feel like I have a connection with that person and they're not just, I'm not just another number. I worked with a coach once who he would email me. It was a a fitness coach. He would email me once a week with updates on what I needed to do. This is when I was prepping for a bodybuilding competition. He would email me on, I think it was Sundays or Monday. And he would say, okay, these are your new macros for the week photos looking good. You need to change up your cardio. You need to like glutes are looking however. Okay. We're going to do these exercises differently. That's literally all I would hear from him all the time. And I, I was like, I, I don't, I don't think this guy even knows me. And he didn't. I actually met him in person once and he didn't recognize me. He didn't even recognize me. Um, so I was like, this, this guy doesn't, doesn't give a shit. He forgot little things that I told him about like I had a sore wrist and I was like, I can't do these exercises because my wrists hurt when I do that. And he would forget about it. So it's, it's stuff like that. Like I was like, this guy doesn't give a shit about me. He's just typing answers in our emails once a week and that's it. So that's how it felt. Whether or not that's how it was on his end, it doesn't really matter because I didn't, I'm not going to refer anyone to him and I'm not going to work with him again. So it's just stuff like that. How can you under promise and over deliver? How can you support your clients and, and 
just go that little step above and it doesn't mean that you have to give, 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 give. It can just be those little touches of sending a personalized video, of checking in each week and saying, hey, I remember that we talked about this. Uh, I just wanted to see how that's going for you. So yeah, I think, I think I've covered a lot of stuff in this. I've talked about some really important things. I probably talked about it really, really fast. Maybe the next episode I, or a future episode I do could be on, on how to map out your, your client journey from the moment they hear about you to, to all the way to the end of working with you and like what you can do there and how you can make that specifically awesome. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it at least got some wheels turning and, and got you thinking about some things that you can do and, and how important the client journey is and how to, and how important it is to provide a really amazing client experience. Um, I, this is something that I've been prioritizing for a while now and something that I'm working on even more, always, always thinking about it with the creative coach method. How can I make this experience really, really awesome for my students? I'm constantly trying to think of new ways, trying new things, changing, trying different things. And that's it. It's not, it's never a an ending journey because you might have an idea of something and maybe people won't resonate with that. Maybe it won't land the way that you were hoping. So it's about trying new things and seeing what works and seeing what doesn't and things that feel good for you, things that you're excited to do as well and make you feel really, really good as well and make you yeah, excited to do. And like, you don't have to do things. If sending videos and stuff isn't, isn't exciting to you, then don't do that. Do things that, that you want to do. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in our next one. 